Hello, and welcome to this podcast from Consider This. Please let me know what you think and tell others about us on social media. This podcast was originally broadcast live on Northumberland 89.7 FM. You can hear this show live every Friday at noon. Thank you for downloading this program, and I hope you enjoy it. Hello, I'm Robert Washburn, and welcome to Consider This Northumberland, a current affairs program dedicated to the issues facing our community. We talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life in Northumberland County. So I'm asking you, the listener, to take some time out of your busy day to consider this. The Wesleyville land deal is historic. Not only is it a truly massive tract of land at 1,300 acres, it contains a huge section of environmentally sensitive lands. Plus, it has the potential to double the size of Port Hope. The town was ready to buy the land in a deal with Ontario Power Generation, or OPG, on March 31st. But before the deal was finalized, the provincial government stepped in to cancel it. On today's show, there is a mini-documentary about this land deal. In this special feature, you will hear some of the early reactions from the two key players, Port Hope Mayor Bob Sanderson and Northumberland Peterborough South MPP David Pacini. You will also hear about a meeting between the provincial officials and the town that took place last week. It also explores some of the issues not addressed publicly for the first time. The Wesleyville land deal is dead. Just ask local MPP David Pacini. This deal will not be followed through on. That's 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 a decision that's been made. Port Hope Mayor Bob Sanderson saw it a bit differently. The, the province stepped in, kind of like the eleventh hour, and stopped the sale. They relieved the um, board of directors certain duties related to this file. So that uh, kind of. You know, took them off the file, the province took over from OPG effectively and canceled the sale. Uh, We proceeded right to the end of uh, the day, on closing day, March 31st, quite prepared to close and had indicated that. And then of course they uh, stuck with their um, mandate of stopping the sale. That was the situation on Monday, April 4th, just after the town got the notification. Things have changed a bit over the past two weeks, but not much. Up until March 31st, the town was preparing to close a landmark deal with Ontario Power Generation, or OPG. OPG owned the Wesleyville lands for decades. The town and OPG worked on this deal for two years. It would sell Port Hope about 1,300 acres of land, which were appraised at $18.6 million. Sanderson said in an interview, Puccini was aware of what was going on during those negotiations. Following the announcement, killing the deal, Sanderson said he had lots of questions and concerns. He had talked to Puccini multiple times on that Monday after the cancellation, seeking a meeting with provincial officials. On Thursday, April 7th, in the afternoon, a virtual meeting was held. It lasted 40 minutes. Jamie Wallace, the Chief of Staff for Premier Doug Ford, was in the meeting. 
Pacini was there, along with the mayor and town staff. The mayor noted Minister of Infrastructure Ross Romano, who killed the deal, nor the premier, were in attendance. Sanderson's strategy going into the meeting was simple. I think knowing that there's no uh, choice here, no negotiation to you know, complete this sale on the terms and conditions, and knowing that we had that you know, firm agreement with OPG, the, the next step forward from the municipal perspective is to understand you know, what, what is the best outcome we can possibly have that could come as close as possible to achieving you know, the goal the municipality had. The mayor is consistent when he talks about the objective of the land deal. The town wanted to control the fate of this massive parcel of land. Once the purchase was complete, Sanderson said there would be a public engagement process where people could provide input. Plans would be put in place to protect some 700 acres of environmentally significant lands. There would be 600 acres for development. A portion of that would be for industrial, the rest for housing and commercial. The province justified stepping in because it recently created a body to oversee the disposal of provincial land assets known as the Center for Realty Excellence, or CORE. Pacini argues the province has the tools to make sure the land will be developed and protected compared to the municipality. And, um, you know, uh, Rob, I would just correct on that. I mean, I very supportive, work very closely with the municipality, um, but uh, but have not, uh, as of late, with, with COVID and the challenges, I understand their frustration. Um, but, you know, I know um, we haven't has been uh, directly involved in this over the past number of months. So I think over those months and the past of this bill and, uh, and, and want to make sure it's consistent with those pieces. And, uh, you know, we I think the community wants to have their say. The community wants to ensure long-term environmental sustainability. And the province has tools that we can bring to bear to do that. Probably one of the strongest tools we have is under the Provincial Parks and Conservation Reserves Act for protected areas. We know there are some significant environmental features on that land. Um, Economic development, job creation and trade. Uh, Minister Fideli's ministry has a lot to offer. We've seen the sorts of investments we're bringing in uh, to Ontario through that work. And and ultimately, it's got to be consistent with those policies set out in core, um, the Centre of Realty Excellence. And what we're doing is expanding the umbrella from direct sales from ministry to also cover agencies, boards and commissions. Timing is everything. What is interesting here is the town brought the deal with OPG before council and the public on February 15th. According to the Ontario Legislature's records, the first reading of the Act Creating Corps was voted on February 22nd, a week later. It was finally passed March 3rd, a mere 28 days before the closure of the town and OPG's deal. Sanderson argues Corps barely existed since there was no framework or anything else in place. Pacini disagrees. Well, it's been established through through the legislature, Rob, and, and it is in the process of being established. So, again, I would go back to the fact that the legislature voted on this, that the legislature has given the government the direction uh, to follow through with expanding that envelope through which we view real estate uh, transactions to ensure, uh, to ensure that long-term approach. Sanderson also makes a case that the town's deal had all the same goals and objective as core. He contends the province is just creating red tape. So a couple of things that probably I think are important. Uh, we do have an agreement of purchase and sale. 
And when I look at that on some of the other parameters that the government has, um, this unconditional purchase and sale agreement with OBG in place approved by the OPG directors and Port Hope Council. It was signed before CORE was signed into law. And we challenged this action, also given Ontario's Red Tape Act, which states clearly that in providing more flexibility related to provincial assets by creating a center of realty excellence. And in this case, it's more red tape. Pacini didn't see it that way. It's rich for anyone to, to claim clean hands on red tape. It's a shared commitment. Unlike other levels of government, we've launched a review of red tape every year. It's enshrined in legislation, and we're tackling that. So, you know, I know Mayor Sanderson shares in that commitment uh, to address uh, red tape, and, and we want to make sure uh, that, uh, that this follows a clear and open, tra- uh, transparent process so that everybody can have their say and so that those priorities that were, again, debated and, and opined upon from the legislature, we realized the potential of that land. Sanderson is consistent in his position to give the town control over the planning of the lands. He said the province could let the deal go through and the town would work with CORE. We could have closed the sale and happily worked you know, with the new development and, and CORE. Uh, and using this as an example, we, we really did do our due diligence and we did go through you know, all the proper processes and it was totally uh, you know, a good agreement between OPG you know, and the municipality of Port Hope. So the intervention or, or comments made by you know, the government were, I mean, they were available for almost two years while we'd be going through this. So it really did come as not a, just a disappointment, but a very big surprise that the provincial government would interfere with the sale at this point in time. Following the money on this deal is revealing. The town was going to make the purchase using a loan from Infrastructure Ontario. At first, the town would pay interest only. The money to cover those costs would come from existing leases already in place with OPG. Then, in five years, the town would debenture the balance paying off the principal and interest. Since the town was borrowing the money from the province, this was one reason CORE needed to step in. Pacini explains. So, uh, again, when you're, when you're seeking to purchase land ultimately from the province, financing it from the province, the province has the ability uh, to intervene in this. And that's what we're doing through uh, to remain consistent with, with CORE and the Centre of Realty Excellence. But there is one aspect of this story nobody really likes to talk about. That is, who gets the money? Whose coffers are going to be filled as this land gets sold. The town could sell the land to developers. It would split the revenue with OPG for the first five years. Then all the money generated from the land sales would go to the town. Sanderson explains. Number one, if the municipality owns the property, we can sell the property, okay, or segments of the property, but we would have a plan to do so. There would be an area for this, an area for that. Pacini does not see it that way. Respectfully, Rob, that's an antiquated view that there's multiple taxpayers and multiple people benefiting. There's one taxpayer in the province of Ontario, and I certainly make no apologies for making sure that our policies that protect the taxpayer, that ensure the priorities of the government of Ontario are opined upon, are openly consulted upon, are reflected in each and every transaction that we do. There is another aspect to this. The sale of land will take years to complete. Remember, in earlier interviews, Sanderson suggested it could take decades to develop all the lands. One can only imagine the worth of the land over that time. 
There are other aspects that deserve attention. For example, when the legislation was going through, why didn't Pacini give the town a call, give them a heads up regarding the potential impact of CORE? Pacini explains. Because this has gone through the lens of multiple ministries, and so I don't presuppose what all the, the, the lens through which those ministries look, and this went through the legislature. We want to make sure it's consistent with those policies, and we've got a great rapport. I mean, I've, I've always gone to bat for, for our municipality of Port Hope to deliver on their priorities. This is one of ours, and our priority is ensuring environmental sustainability. Our priority is not apologizing for the fact that for decades we sat on stalled land, we we didn't get shovels in ground, and in large part, um, the, the different relationships through multiple levels of government was partly the reason behind a lot of that stall. And we're making sure that we work with the municipality, that we work with uh, all partners to remain consistent with that large umbrella. And, um, and, and again, we're, we're getting that done across Ontario. The town is talking to its lawyers, but it is still waiting for all the information. I think we need to have more information before we can even cons- consider anything, you know, along those lines. Um, so that that's going to have, I mean, our legal, you know, Temple and Meninga, you know, are obviously going to give us some advice back. We're getting our feet on the ground and we want to do it carefully uh, and we want to do it accurately. We want to do it with, you know, proper information. We want to, you know, have meetings and work with the government. We, we want to understand better why why this came about. And while some may feel the province has treated Port Hope unfairly, Pacini had this to say. I understand that, you know, through COVID and the fact that the province, uh, the municipality was working on this with OPG and we passed this legislation in November, I absolutely understand. But, I mean, we have worked so closely. Um, you know, I've gone to bat for, for the, the municipality uh, when it comes to a variety of their, uh, of their priorities from senior centres to expanding economic competitiveness on Pemberton Road. So I have, I have no concerns that our priorities aren't aligned for realizing the long-term potential of Wesleyville, but want to make sure that we're following the legislation that we've passed here in government and that we're ensuring this is consistent. I mean, Rob, this would be one of the the, the largest uh, land uh, transactions that I can think of in our community in, in modern history. And so I think we we all, uh, I certainly owe it as a member of this legislature to make sure that it's consistent with the policies that we voted on, debated upon, opined upon as duly elected members across Ontario, that it's consistent with those policies uh, in the long run. And, and those assurances and and surely you and other people in this community want to ensure that we have locked in place those assurances for those measures that I I referenced earlier, sustainability, housing affordability, economic development and job, job, job creation as well. Having met with provincial officials last week, Sanderson believes the objective remains the same, to ensure the town is able to control its destiny when it comes to the Wesleyville lands. Moving forward, the mayor is pretty clear. Well, there is no identified timeline, but I I am not going to sit idly by and let this um, languish. You know, I, I I need to make sure that the citizens of Port Hope, you know, and the residents and even Northumberland are very clear as to what we're doing next step forward. So I I can't put a timeline on it, but it's 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 a very active. <laughs> 
situation for me, and I'm going to be uh, adamant that we move forward and come out to some conclusions, and hopefully the conclusions will be ones where the government and the municipality of Prince Hope can stand together and say, we have an agreement. I, I will never change the fact I don't like what happened, but it doesn't mean we can't move forward together, you know, and try to achieve the, the same goal and identify how that happened and what is the role of the municipality going to be both in the development if the government sells and gets a bit more money and you know how do we work with uh, with core i again think core should look at the agreement we have before they comment on it because the agreement was had all the due diligence had the support of opg their board of directors who had their you know <laughs> authority on this file removed and our staff so to me it would be a very good thing for core and the government to look at that agreement and and you know tell us i, I will want to know eventually where, where did we go wrong do you think as for pacini he says he continues to be an advocate for port hope oh I, absolutely i as I've said, I'm, you know, I'm not going to give lip service. My actions speak for it. We've advocated for Pemberton Road to deliver there. We've advocated for the Capitol Theater. We've advocated for arts and culture uh, through record amounts of trillium funding into our community. But, but will you advocate for this deal to follow through? Future. Will you advocate for this deal to be followed through on? This deal will not be followed through on. That's, that's, that's a decision that's been made. What I will advocate is that, uh, that the municipality of Port Hope um, has a key role in this, and they, they will through the planning process. Sanderson said he's working with Pacini to get things resolved. And don't get me wrong, we're quite prepared to work with the province and our own MPP, David Pacini. I, I think he's been working to, to support us, but, you know, he, he, he isn't the premier. And he, he can't... Uh, affect that, but he's having very good on the uh, you know, dialogue and the conversations, and we're working through him now to try to set up some of those meetings we think we should have. For its part, OPG released a statement. It said, OPG has been engaged in a robust commercial sales process with the municipality of Port Hope related to the property at 2655 Lakeshore Road, town of Port Hope. OPG received a letter from Minister Romano on Friday, March 18th, which asked that the transaction be set aside due to emerging provincial land use initiatives and other provincial priorities. Further, OPG received a shareholder directive from Minister Todd Smith on Friday, March 25th, which ordered OPG not to proceed with the transaction and directs that the transaction be terminated. The municipality of Port Hope has now been provided a copy of the shareholder directive and advised that the transaction has been terminated. Both Sanderson and Pacini will claim they have residents supporting their actions. The question remains, how will it all be resolved? That was a special mini-documentary about the Wesleyville land deal. To hear the full interviews with Mayor Bob Sanderson and MPP David Pacini, you can go to Consider This website at www.consider-this.ca. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Consider This. If you have any comments or would like to suggest a story, please contact me at Consider this Northumberland at gmail.com or you can message me on Facebook at Consider This. If you enjoyed this podcast or are looking for more news and information about Northumberland County, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. That's consider-this.ca. And don't forget to share. And again, thank you for listening and stay tuned for more from Consider This.